Okay, hello and welcome back to another podcast. So today I'm going to be discussing the menopause and specifically how the menopause will influence um, your ability to lose fat and your ability to sort of maintain any sort of exercise, fitness routine, whatever. So I think first of all to address, um, the menopause is not discussed about nearly anywhere near as much as it should be. Um, I think it's sort of, obviously, you know, bearing in mind that women are half the, you know, half the percentage of the population. There's not really that much out there about, you know, being aware of when you enter the menopause this is what's going to happen this is how it's going to affect x y and z so i think it's really important that we sort of start talking more about it um and having worked with quite a few women who have been you know progressing through the menopause and also trying to lose fat there's quite a few things you know that have come up throughout that and um, which thought would be quite helpful to discuss so i thought today i'll kind of discuss you know firstly what is it why is it caused and secondly the influence it has on your ability to lose fat primarily um and you know then thirdly sort of the strategies you can do to sort of overcome the problems that you're having so firstly you know the menopause is categorized by low estrogen which basically stops you having periods every month basically makes you infertile no, no longer have babies um obviously we all know that but one of the biggest sort of factors of that is you know a massive you know your estrogen plummeting essentially means it has adverse side effects so estrogen is responsible for you know mood regulation um, muscle um, retention, muscle gain, um, fat distribution, again, uh, your metabolism, which is obviously related, um, your, your joint laxivity, so how kind of you know, stiff or not stiff your joints are, um, temperature regulation, hence people tend to have night sweats, um, mood, emotions, you know, basically every single thing that encompasses your existence, it will affect, which is obviously can be quite daunting for a lot of people. Um, obviously, I personally have not been through the menopause. Um, so again, this is not speak, me speaking from experience, but rather just from knowledge and learning and understanding and you know, coaching women who have been through it. Um, but there's, you know, there's different kind of considerations that you need to take into, into practice. Um, so as I said, it's, it's characterized by Louisa which basically has adverse side effects. So with regards specifically to fat loss, then, um, people, women in the menopause tend to you know, have reduced their sort of calorie burn by about 150 to 200 calories, which isn't that much but when it adds up over the week it is quite much so essentially when you're in the menopause your body needs less calories which essentially means it's a lot easier for you to put on fat and or harder for you to lose the fat because to lose fat you need to be in about a 300 to 500 calorie deficit consistently which basically means you want to be burning 300 to 500 calories more than you're eating and obviously if you're then burning 200 calories less than normal you've basically got an extra 700 calories so this is another thing that's difficult is that women in the menopause trying to lose fat will need to eat a substantially low amount of calories. And, you know, if we were robots and if, you know, we didn't have a brain and emotions and motivation and willpower issues, you know, fine, go and eat 1400 calories a day for 12 weeks, come back to me, you will have lost a substantial amount of fat, but it isn't that easy. So my, my main resistance sort of with, you know, working with clients and giving, you know, these women low, you know, low calories, which is essentially the, the solution to losing fat because, you know, as a woman in the menopause, you burn less calories, you've got a lower metabolism, you essentially need less calories in order to lose fat. However, my, you know, again, my biggest objection against that is, you know, there's, there's a trade-off that comes with that. So, you know, you can cut your calories drastically, you know, you can cut your calories by 700 calories, what you're usually eating, and think, yeah, I can do that. But there are, there, like I said, there are huge trade-offs that come with that, you know, you're going to find it far more difficult to socialize, you know, have a takeaway on a Saturday night, eat out with friends, um, eat foods that you enjoy, you know, have that glass of wine on the Friday night. Um, 
energy levels your energy levels are already affected you know by being in the menopause they're going to be massively then affected by substantially reducing your calorie intake and as well as that you know you've got the mood changes that come with the, the you know the different hormone levels which you know therefore means that your cravings for food might go up that you're you know if you're feeling a bit lower you know why wouldn't you want food that's going to make you feel a bit better so it isn't just a case of okay well women in the menopause you know burn less calories and therefore that means they just need to eat less calories because theoretically yeah that's true but practically that is not the solution because you know, as much as, like I said, you go on an aggressive um, fat loss phase, you know, aggressive, aggressively cut your calories for eight weeks, lose fat. Are you going to be able to sustain that? Probably not. Because as I said, with the menopause, you've got, you know, different mood changes, emotional states, and you need to consider the fact that maybe you do, you know, maybe you don't want to, you know, drastically reduce the amount of food you're eating because maybe food is a large you know, source of comfort in your day. And maybe cutting that out is actually not going to help at all. So, you know, the, the approach I tend to take with, with women in the, in the menopause is to, you know, firstly, we have to accept what's going on. You know, it's not ideal, um, but it's obviously just a hard fact of, of being a woman and you know, a hard fact of life. But you need to accept that it isn't easy and that it can't be done quickly. Right. So the, the best approach I found with clients and, you know, from reading lots and lots of extra, you know, resources and et cetera is, the long and steady approach is always superior. I mean, in most cases anyway, but especially with the menopause, because, you know, instead of doing an eight week, an eight week cut, so to speak, so, you know, reducing your calories for eight weeks um, drastically, how about 20 weeks, but only reducing them slightly and only increasing your output slightly. That will make it so much more sustainable in, in real life. And obviously, <clears throat> sorry, I'm, I'm actually joking. And obviously, you know, ultimately, if you can't sustain the diet you're following or the program you're following, you're not going to get results with it. So as, 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 you know, as exciting as it might seem as, you know, oh, if I just cut 800 calories a day, I could lose fat in six, eight weeks. You could, but you're probably not going to be consistent with it because that's really bloody difficult. Um, you know, as well as that, you've also got, you know, reduced ability to recover. So, you know, if you're, if you're, let's say pre, you know, perimenopause, premenopause, you're, you're training consistently, perhaps you're quite into running into, you know, resistance training, whatever you sort of do, you know, as you enter the menopause, you've got reduced ability to gain muscle and reduced ability to recover from your training. Again, that's another factor that makes it really, really difficult to sort of keep up your, your old routine of how you used to be. And I think, again, this is another acceptance of, you know, change is, isn't always ideal but you can't continue doing the same things you were doing pre-menopause to what you're doing, you know, throughout and post-menopause. You know, as, another factor to consider as well is, you know, as women go through the menopause, they tend to lose a lot of their sort of pelvic floor control, which is basically your ability to, you know, if you link that with your bladder, your ability to, to hold in your wee, basically. Um, and that is a huge barrier for women for wanting to exercise because, you know, if you're, do you know that let's say you've got a 4K run to go and do, but you know, you worry that you're going to wee yourself. Obviously that's a huge obstacle to you doing that. And again, these are things that aren't spoken about. These are things that aren't considered, but all these sort of factors add into it and need to be considered when designing an exercise program and when considering what you need to do in order to lose that fat. So essentially to summarize, big crash diets are a no. Um, you don't need to go on a keto diet. You don't need to go on some, you know, the next big diet. Essentially, the, the, the hard reality is there is no one fits solution. This sort of situation requires quite um, 
an individualized approach. It requires quite a understanding of your, your feelings, your, your motivation, your approach um, to training, you know, your, your workload, because obviously, again, you've got um, emotional changes going on. Your ability to deal with, let's say, stresses from work, stresses within your family is, is far more difficult. And essentially, this all needs to be considered and the, and the, and the long and steady approach is always best. Um, but we need to accept that there's going to be a change when this is happening and therefore we need to change the way that we live. So basically that is it. Like I said, there is no, there is no like magic solution. It's just sort of the harsh reality of slow and steady and being consistent and taking and really taking into consideration the things that, you know, perhaps give you joy in life. Because, you know, if, if one of your biggest things, you make your favorite part of the week is let's say probably not going out for dinner because of COVID, but let's say having a takeaway on a Friday night with your partner on your own, whatever. And you then cut that out well that's you know again that's not something that you're gonna be able to sustain so it's something to consider anyway that is all um, if you have any questions then please feel free to ask me i'll keep my details in the um, show notes below um, but if not uh, thank you for watching such listening and speak soon